You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Grammar Girl here. This week, I have a quick and dirty tip about Xmas versus Christmas a piece exploring why people stopped using the pronouns thee and thou, and survey results about who says kitty corner and who says catty corner. Many listeners have asked about the origin, meaning, and appropriateness of Xmas, the abbreviation for Christmas. Retailers have long been accused of secularizing Christmas by using Xmas in signs and advertisements. Therefore, I suspect many of you will be surprised to learn that Xmas has a religious origin. In Greek, the letter chi is written as an X, and chi is the first letter of the Greek word for Christ. Greeks sometimes abbreviated Christ as X, and around 300 AD, the Roman emperor Constantine I started using the symbol XP to symbolize Christ. In that use, XP stands for the Greek letters chi rho, which are the first two letters of the Greek word for Christ. Constantine's symbol superimposed the letters in a stylized way, and it's been drawn in many different ways over the years, so although you've probably seen the symbol, you may not have realized that it was two letters. I'll put a picture of it on the transcript of the Xmas article at quickanddirtytips.com. Xmas, of course, is much newer than the XP symbol, but it's definitely not the result of recent commercialization. The Oxford English Dictionary shows 1551 as the first year Xmas was used to mean Christmas in English. As for appropriateness, Xmas may have a religious origin and fit better on signs, but many people, both those who use Xmas and those who complain about its use, are unaware of its religious origin. Some style guides recommend against using Xmas, and if you do choose to use it, you should know that some people won't be happy. And that was your quick and dirty tip. Next, I have a piece I've really enjoyed researching. A couple of weeks ago, after I talked about how the pronoun you fills so many different roles, I started wondering why we stopped using thee and thou. It turns out that English used to have formal and informal pronouns, just like many other languages. German has see and do, French has vous and tu, Spanish has usted and tu, and during Shakespeare's time, English had thou and you, and thee and you. Since thee and thou have mostly only survived in religious and poetic writing, you may be surprised to learn that thee and thou were the informal pronouns. Yep, you heard me right. You was formal and thou was informal. 
In a book called The Personal Pronouns of the Germanic Languages, Stephen Howe says that in the 15th to 16th centuries, thou was generally used to address someone who was socially inferior or an intimate. For example, parents called their children thou, but children called their parents you. But then the use of thou sharply decreased in the 17th century, starting in London. Thou was used longest in areas that were farthest from London, and in fact it's still used in a few regional dialects, including those in Yorkshire and Cumbria, which are both quite a bit north of London. As I understand it, the reason people stopped using thou and thee was that social status, whether you were considered upper class or lower class, became more fluid during this time. You had social climbers striving to talk like the upper class, so they used you all the time instead of thou. And since you couldn't be as sure as you used to be about who was in what class, it was safer to use you instead of thou, because you did not want to risk accidentally offending someone in the upper class by using the wrong pronoun. You really didn't want to call someone thou when you should have used you. Sometimes questions come up about whether the Quakers were involved in the loss of thee and thou from Standard English. The Quakers actually used the pronouns longer than almost anyone else. They favored what they called plain language, and they aimed to be egalitarian, embrace humility, and avoid markers of class and status. They believed that addressing a social superior as you fanned the flames of vanity. As an aside, they also refused to use titles such as Mr. or Your Lordship, and this could get them in trouble if they ended up in court because they also refused to address a judge as Your Honor. Although I didn't find anything definitively convincing, a couple of sources speculated that anti-Quaker sentiment could have hastened the demise of thee and thou. Since fewer and fewer people were using the pronouns, they became associated with Quaker-speak since they were still using them. So if you didn't like the Quakers, you were probably even less likely to use thee and thou. Plays and legal documents from the time do show that people were using thee and thou as insults, too. The attorney general at Sir Walter Raleigh's trial taunted Raleigh by saying, quote, All that he did was at thy instigation, thou viper, for I thou thee, thou traitor, unquote. And a 1913 article in Harper's Magazine recounts a story from George Fox, the founder of the Quakers, on the trouble he encountered when using thou. Quote, we were often beset and abused, and sometimes in danger of our lives, for using these words to some proud men, who would say, what, you ill-bred clown, do you thou me? Unquote. It's hard to understand now, but at the time, it was almost unthinkable to call a superior thou. So it seems that English lost its informal pronouns because people were afraid of offending those who thought of themselves as upper class, and because some people were actively using the pronouns thee and thou as insults. It's interesting that more recently, it's the formal pronouns that are being used less often in languages such as Spanish and German. It seems that our values are different now. Today, we value informality more than formality. The sources I found include much more detail and nuance about how thee and thou used to be used, 
about where they remain, more examples of how they were used as insults in plays and legal proceedings, and about the Quakers' attitudes on language. It's a great reading if you're interested, so I'll put links to all my sources on the Why Did People Stop Saying Thou article at quickanddirtytips.com. A few years ago, I surveyed my Facebook fans about whether they say kitty corner or catty corner to describe something that's diagonally across from something else. And I discovered that people use different words in different regions. But there's also a lot more variety than just kitty corner and catty corner. All the words come from the original base word catter, C-A-T-E-R, which means four and comes from the French word for four, Q-U-A-T-R-E. The Oxford English Dictionary lists catter corner as the main word and calls kitty corner and catty corner variants. But these are also Americanisms, and the OED has a British bent. So I'm not surprised to find that in an engram search, kitty corner and catty corner are actually used far more often than catter corner. People in the South, as far west as Texas, and as far north as Pennsylvania and Nebraska are much more likely to say catty corner, whereas everyone else in the U.S. and Canada is much more likely to say kitty corner. I had about 800 responses, and I made a map, which you can see on the kitty corner article at quickanddirtytips.com. What surprised me most about the survey was how many words people reported using other than kitty corner and catty corner. In many cases, it seemed as if people may have only heard the saying and then guessed at the spelling. We have cat corner, carry corner, cat a corner, caddy corner, cat a corner, keddy corner, and kitty corner, like little kids. The Dictionary of American Regional English has even more variants. Kitty cross, kitty catty, kittering, and kitty wampus, which means askew instead of diagonally across like all the others. My mom used to say kitty wampus, and I was very disappointed to see that the OED lists the origin as unknown. The bottom line is that kitty corner is considered dialect and informal, and you can spell it pretty much any way you want, although it does always take a hyphen. And if you work for a formal publication, you should check how it's spelled in your organization's style guide or recommended dictionary. That was your tidbit. I hope you're not feeling all kittywampus like I was when I tried to pronounce the French word for four. If any of you are wondering what I'd like for Christmas, I have two simple requests. First, relax and be kind to other people. And second, millions of people will be getting new phones and tablets. So if you know people who are exploring their new devices, make sure they know about podcasts. Because you're listening to this show, you already know how much wonderful free content is available. So make sure your friends and family don't miss out. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. That's all. Thanks for listening. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.